Hey y'all, thank you for listening to another episode of K the Pod, which is a podcast about love, self-love, growth, evolving life, learning from life lessons, and K would not be K if I wasn't telling jokes, if if there wasn't a bit of humor, and if I wasn't playing too much. But if this is your first time listening to K the Pod, thank you so much for listening. And if you are a returning listener, child, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you like words cannot even describe. But yeah, let's get into the episode, y'all. So, a little backstory about this episode. <laughs> We always got to start with a backstory. So, this episode, I actually wanted to... Child, I can't even tell you how many times I tried to record this episode. But I was like, no, I don't want to. And I'm like, girl, you know, it's the end of the year. It's the last month. We are in the... It's 12 out of 12. (laughs) We are in the 12th month of the year, the final month. And I'm like, this is the year of endings. Um, is, is it, is it the year of endings? I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but I guess it's the year of endings. It's the year of growth. It's the year of healing. And yeah, so I'm like, I want to end off the year with like some lessons. I feel like every episode I kind of share like lessons I've learned and stuff, but this episode is going to be a a little more specific, a little more Pacific. (laughs) A little more Pacific, where I'm going to be talking about, like, a specific experience I had. I will describe this experience as my Roman Empire. (laughs) Or it was a Roman Empire for me, literally. So this situation happened in, like, 2021. Up until, like, end of last year, it was absolutely a Roman Empire for me. Like, it just... So, before... Like, you know, when it happened, like, before... It happened, yeah, mid-2021, up until, like, end of last year, that the emotion I had attached to the situation was anger. But then afterwards, and this was the beginning of my healing, I realized, like, the situation actually hurts. You know, before I was, like, angry, and I was like, ugh, if I saw those people in the street, it would be on sight. (laughs) It would not. It would not be on site. I would very much just ignore them. But, um, so the crazy thing is this year I actually saw the people. And that's what made me realize, like, oh, yeah, I've moved on from this situation. Because I saw the people and I didn't feel like anything. I didn't feel anger. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel anything. And I was like... This is good. This is good. (laughs) This is good. But, yeah. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about this situation. So, this is my experience in a friend group. (laughs) So, for me, I thought this was like a situation that was... um, 
I don't know, ex exclusive to me, but apparently it's pretty common. It's pretty common. Like I've seen it on TikTok, like women talk about their experiences with like friends and friend groups and this and that and da 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 da. And I'm like, damn. So everybody's just struggling out here. <laughs> now, of course, there are the women who like they have their close close girlfriends that they've known forever and a day and it's been nothing but love and support and good vibes since day one we thank the lord for that <laughs> but some of us out here have had like you know negative experiences and for me i didn't realize this situation was traumatic until literally end of last year until end of last year where i was like this situation it hurts. It hurts more than anything. And it has, what do they say on TikTok? It altered my brain chemistry. But yeah, so I'm going to get into the story. Um, this is not coming from a messy place. This is not me like, oh, I'm about to spill all the tea because it is a long story. It is a very long story. But it's just going to be me talking, you know, given the the basics of the situation and more so talking about how I went through that, what I learned from it, like how I would move differently now. And yeah, so let's get into this story. Get you a glass of wine, but <laughs> no, don't get you a glass of wine. Get you a glass of Martinelli's. <laughs> apple cider but yeah let's get into the story i will title this episode a tale of two mean girls <laughs> a tale of two mean girls so basically um how would i s describe this so you know like how on real housewives of potomac how people don't like Giselle and Robin. I would describe these two women as like Giselle and Robin. So, um, yeah. So, <laughs> the main lesson I learned from this is like, you know, when you go on like a job interview and, you know, at the end of the interview, they ask you like, oh, do you have any questions for us? The question that you should add to your questions list is what happened to the person that had this position before, right? Why is this position vacant? Why are y'all interviewing for this position? Like, what happened to the person? To kind of get a backstory. Because with this situation, you know, this was the friend group, right? It was four of us. The two mean girls... <laughs> okay, I'll probably... Two mean girls and someone else, right? Two mean girls and, and another person. So, right, me and three other people. So, according to the other person, they're... So, I actually knew this. So, before I came into the friend group or whatever, there was another fourth member, right? It's given Destiny's Child. <laughs> it, there was another fourth member. So, according to other person, other person said... And this is after the the flames went out in my situation in the friend group or whatever, right? And, um, right, the person was talking about the situation. They were like, you know, these girls, they do this all the time. Like, they did this to, to the other girl we were friend with, friends with. Like, you know, they just 
all of a sudden they decided they didn't want to be friends with her anymore and they just started being mean to her and they started being standoffish and they started doing this and that and da 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 and that's why like she she left and they weren't friends with her anymore whatever so that's one so when i came or entered into the friend group i should have asked what happened to so and so what happened to the uh <laughs> what happened to the other fourth member to kind of have a backstory of like what is the dynamic like in this friend group because you know i had known so one of the mean girls I'm not going to call them mean girls, but one of the girls, one of the women. So I had known her like my entire life, right? Grew up with her. Like when we were younger, people would always say like, oh, we look alike. We look like sisters and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we had a close relationship and like when we were younger. And so she was also, so, okay. So these are the ages, right? So, um, Two of the girls are four years older than me. One of them is three years older than me. Um, so there's like a little bit of an age difference. And um, yeah, so when we were younger, me and the one of the women, we, it was like, you know, she was like a big sister to me. But then as we got older, you know, like there's more of a difference when someone's like 10 and 14 or like 12 and 16 than like 22 and 26. You know, when you're 12 and 16, like, you guys can't really connect over things that much. But, you know, a 22-year-old and a 26-year-old can, like, connect more on more things. So, you know, I would say as we got older, um, the friendship was different. Like, we had, you know, just different conversations. We talked about more stuff and whatnot. So, you know, with her, I would say in the friend group, she was the person I was, like, closest to. And then... The other person, you know, I was, I would say our families were closer than I was closer to the person. You know, I would like talk to them here and there, but we didn't really like have like chemistry like I did with the one that we look like sisters. So, and then the third person, this person, um, I was a little familiar with them, but I didn't really know them like that. But then... Um, you know, we became a friend group, like, 2020-ish, like, during COVID. And, you know, like, we would talk on, like, group FaceTime and stuff, this and that. But then we really got closer, um, like, 2021. And so this is where, this is where I messed up at. There would be no story if I went with my gut instinct in 2019 so we're gonna call the one that i looked we kind of looked alike we're gonna call her sister friend sister friend i started feeling like a bad vibe with sister friend 2019 so before covid um sister friend i would describe as like sister friend would do this thing like you know when somebody like tries to humble you they have their little jokes to like try to put you down that's what sister friend was doing in 2019 and I remember like by the end of 2019 I was like I don't think I want to remain friends with this person and the um, let's see 
I don't want to give the person's birthday, but their birthday is the literally the end of the year. So the end of the year, sister friend hits me up and it's like, oh, you know, I'm having my birthday, this and that. I didn't want to go. But then like sister friend was persistent with me going. I end up going. And long story short, I will say the way sister friend was acting. So there was a specific situation at sister friend's birthday dinner that I was like, so the thing is, they, you know, like they usually do, they had, at their birthday dinner, mind you, they had, I said something and they were like joking about me, right? At their birthday dinner, <laughs> at their birthday dinner. And I was like, this person has issues. This person has issues. But then COVID happened and I was like, you know... Now is not the time to end friendships with people. The world is ending. That was the devil. That was the devil. Because <laughs> if I did, there would probably be... There wouldn't have been this story. So, um, yeah. Me and sister friend became friends. Me and other friend, I mean, me and sister friend remain friends, sadly. Me and other friend, you know, became closer... And then, um, what would I call this person? I want to give them a name, but then I'm like, it just, as a therapist, it wouldn't be like the right (laughs) name to give. (sighs) How do I say? Child, what name? Because I'm like, there's sister friend, there's other friend, and, um... We're going to call this person friend. Child, what? I should have planned this out better. (laughs) I should have planned this out better. What are we going to call her? Mm... Girlfriend. We're just going to call her girlfriend. So we have sister friend, other friend, and girlfriend. Sister friends is the one that we look alike. Other friends is the other friend. Girlfriend. We'll get to girlfriend. So, yeah. So now me, sister friend, other friend, and girlfriend are a friend group. We are Destiny's children. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, so then that happened, um, right, other friend said how, you know, way after the fact, other friend is like, oh, you know, sister friend and girlfriend, they, you know, are mean girls, they do this, they did this before, this and that, da, da, da. Now, this is my issue with other friend. Other friend witnessed this a first time. Now, with me, a second time. So, how many times does it have to happen for other friend to say something to sister friend and and girlfriend? Like, how many times does it have to happen? So, it's like you're sitting here, you're watching this happening. Nothing tells you, like, oh, you should say something. Like, oh, this isn't right. This and that, that, that. Because, you know, maybe, just maybe, if other friend said something the first time, maybe... 
I possibly could have had a different experience. I'm not going to put that on other friends, but you know, maybe. And I will say the main lesson I learned in this friend group is like, it is so important to call things out. It is so important to call things out. This is so I would say this is probably a continuation of confrontation might be scary, but it's necessary. Where I feel like the main issue in the friend group was people not calling things out. And I would say even with myself, there are some things that I feel like I let slide and I was just going along with how other people were reacting to it whole time I'm knowing like, um, this isn't right. This isn't right. So, yeah. So, sister friend and girlfriend are mean girls. Literally, if you ask sister friend and mean girls, oh, what made you guys become friends? What connected you to... Sister friend and girlfriend will literally tell you, oh, we bonded over the fact that we're negative. They will literally tell you that. And this is why I beat myself up. When I say like I was angry about the situation, most of the anger was towards myself because I'm like, why were you in that situation? Like me knowing this information that these people know they're not good, right? They will tell you they bonded over the fact that they're negative. Why are these people that, why are these the people that you were friends with? Knowing this, why were you friends with these people? So, you know, a lot of the anger was more so towards myself. I was like, yo, I should have done this differently. I should have done that differently. Like, I shouldn't have even been in that situation. And, yeah. So, let's get into more of the story. So, um, basically, the I will say the main issue... Like, you know, as therapists, we have like, oh, this, like, if you're seeing a family in like family therapy, there's like the identified patient, the IP. So this is like the, the, the quote unquote, like, it probably sounds bad, like the problem person, like this person is the problem. <laughs> so, you know, like I was saying, girlfriend, I was not very, like, I knew of her, but I didn't really know her like that. The only thing I knew about her were things that, like, sister friend would say. And sister friend would always be like, oh, my God, you and girlfriend, you guys should connect. Like, you guys should become friends. You guys are so similar. You guys are so, like, um, you guys have things in common, this and that. So, me and, you know, when we became a friend group, me and girlfriend, we we did click. We did click. But I will say in the beginning, it was a, um, like we clicked over like the fact that we had both experienced something. We were both experiencing something similar, like around the same time. And that's what made me click. I wouldn't even say that's what made us click. I will say that's what made girlfriend attach herself to me because, you know, we don't know each other like that. And her thing was just like, you know, she, she's the type of friend, like in when I given the, the red flag in the friendship red flags where I was like, you know, the person that like, oh, they come to you and it's like, every time they talk to you, it's like, they're draining you about something that's going on in their life. They always got some chaos going on in their life. So that's what happened. It was like the first time me and sister friend, like, I mean, me and girlfriend talked it was them like venting to me about something that was going on. And, th and this is how they get you. Oh my God, you're such a good listener. Oh my God, I appreciate you so much. This and that, da 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 And then that's kind of what the friendship became. It became like this person like um, always venting about something. 
it could be any like always venting about something and i didn't realize at the time how draining that friendship was to me like when i tell you me and this person used to speak every single day like every single day and every time we talked there was always something that this person was like venting about and the reason why they attached so much to me is because the other two well this is what they said this isn't even me making it up so it was like oh you know whenever i call you i know you'll answer like i don't know if other friend and sister friend are going to answer so that's what that's how we <laughs> became our own like we developed our own friendship where i became like a <laughs> like a free therapist literally so um yeah and then there was a situation where we went on a trip, child. One of the worst experiences of my life. So when I say like this um, friend group, like this situation was like traumatic for me. Like it was actually traumatic for me. Where like it was something that it affected me. Um, like it just made me, I don't like, you know. <laughs> I've never gone on vacation and had a bad time on vacation. That was the first time I had gone on vacation and I felt worse than, like, being in New York, <laughs> you know? And I swear to you, my intention on the vacation was, like... Because before then, I was, like, stressed with school, with work. Like, I had experienced, like, a loss in my family that I was looking forward to this vacation. So much so, the first night on the vacation, I got blackout drunk. I got blackout drunk. Child, there was Hennessy involved. Like, I got blackout drunk. And it's now when I look back at it. And even my mom said that too. She was like, those were not the right people for you to get. I mean, my parents were upset, were very upset at me. <laughs> when I, because apparently I got blackout drunk. I called my, and this is me being very vulnerable. Very transparent. Right. Apparently, I got blackout drunk. I called my parents, and they could tell that I was, like, drunk. Child, when I got back to New York, it was a whole disc... Even then, my dad went off on me on WhatsApp. <laughs> and then when I came back home, it was, like, a whole thing, this and that, da da da, da. And I remember coming back from the trip, and I didn't tell my mom what happened until, like months later months maybe even a year later where I like really told her what happened like she would always ask me because she um I think yeah one day we were like talking on the trip and then she was like what's wrong like you don't look happy you don't look happy and I was like I'm fine I'm fine but you know a mom can always tell and then when I came back she's like what happened on the trip what happened on the trip and then um yeah, it was, like, early last year, so, like, a year after the trip, and then I just, like, told her, like, what happened, and then, um, <laughs> and then, she, you know, she was just like, you see, and then you got black, you know, child Haitian moms, she's like, you see, they could have did anything to you, you went and you got blackout drunk in front of them, they could have did anything, and then, child, when the Shanquilla Robinson story came out, child, she's like, you see, <laughs> in Creole, she's like, Sate Kali Veo na tripla. And I was like, but you know, we thank God that's that was not the case. But yeah, and I remember so the trip, 
I remember there was someone that I told the situation to. And then I remember there was reaction. You know, me, I'm someone, I'll tell like a crazy story and then I'm like joking about it. I'm laughing. I don't know. I don't know why I do that. I just, I don't be taking things too seriously. And then I was telling her the story. And then like her reaction was so like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm so sorry you experienced that. And I was like, maybe I should be more like hurt by this but it was more so like I was pissed off but the way the person was like they reacted to it it was like that was like you know I sit there and I'm like joking about it and whatever and I'm like maybe I should (laughs) like focus more on like how this is affecting me because like I'm just telling this person what happened and they're just so like their response, it was like, should I be feeling that way? Like, should I be feeling, you know? But, you know, I'm trying to tell the story without, like, telling, the, you know, because I just feel like the tea doesn't really matter. The tea doesn't really matter. But the story is a tale of two people I shouldn't have been friends with. I remained friends with for too long. And... Then, right, having, like, another friend who it's, like, still trying to... So, I will say, after the trip, I did go out of my way to try to, like, remain friends with other friend. Because, you know, on the trip, other friend didn't really do anything to me on the trip. So, I was like, you know, I don't have beef with so-and-so. Like, you know, I'm going to remain friends with, um, with her. And then it was, like, months after the the trip and then that's when you know the person when other friend like revealed like oh you know they do this they did this before this and that da, 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 and, da, 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 da. and I'm like oh like because I didn't know this I wasn't there I, didn't, I wasn't there I didn't know why they weren't friends with the previous fourth member of Destiny's Child <laughs> so for me it was like oh I'm learning this so the way other friend was speaking, it was more like, you know, it was like they felt for me, like they understood, like, like it was more like, oh, the the issue was with the other girls. The issue was with the other girls. But then also in that same breath, other friend was like, oh, she felt like sister friend and girlfriend weren't friends with her anymore because she was hanging out with me. Verbatim, that's what person said. And I remember that hurt, that hurt a lot because I was like, yo, I literally went out of my way to try to maintain a friendship. Because honestly, I could have cut everybody off after the trip. And I, the real tea is I should have. I really should have. But, you know, I tried to maintain a friendship with someone and then now they're sitting here. It's like, it was literally like a slap in my face where I was like, oh, they're not friends with me because I'm hanging out with you. And my thing was just like, you don't have to. You know, it's like, you don't have to, like, if you would prefer to be friends with the other people, you, you literally can. Like, cause I personally, I felt like it was BS. I felt like it was nonsense that, you know, I don't think it was because of me that, but anyway, anyway, child. But yeah, the person said that. And then, you know, they, they did like something fake afterwards. And I was just like, you know, I'm like over this whole situation. And then here I go beating myself up again. And I was like, you see, I shouldn't have tried to remain friends with people. Like I really should have cut everybody off after the trip. Because when you think about it, for example, 
And I saw a TikTok about this like the other day. It was like, you know, when something bad happens to you or when someone does something to you and somebody can remain neutral in a situation like that, it's like, that says a lot. That And it really does. Because, you know, like I said, in a friend group, everyone has their own um, relationships with each other. But, like, I, I would never tell the person what to do. Like, I would never tell them, like, oh, you can't be friends with them. If you're friends with me, you can't be friends with them. Like, you know, that's up for you, to you for you to decide. But I will say if the person can, you can witness this. And according to you, this is the second time this is happening. And you see that these people have this behavior. And you still want to be close with this, these people. I personally cannot remain close friends with you because it's like you're because it's like you're okay with this you're okay with this not just with me with previous member of destiny's child you were okay with this because it's like honestly if you don't speak out against a problem you are a part of the problem but so it was just like you know for me i was like you know i was trying to you know give people the benefit of it out oh you know well so-and-so didn't do anything to me but it was like so-and-so was watching this and they didn't say anything so, so and so is just as much as part of a part of the problem. But, you know, for me, I'm at a space now where it's like, you know, I don't hold things against people. I'm not still angry about the situation, but I can say, you know, it was a lesson learned. It was an experience I had to go through to now be, to now be me, to, to talk about the lesson that I learned in life or whatever. But, you know, I can say it's made me a stronger person. Um, you know, I don't sit and play victim and like, oh my God, what was me? This happened. I'm like, you know what? I am a victor. I am a victor. I survived. I came out of it stronger. And it's like, for me, especially in that friend group, I understand the value that I brought into the friend group because, like, um, so... You know, sister friend, sister friend was a hater. Sister friend was a hater. You know, like I said, sister friend would try to like discredit me and try to, you know, make these little jokes to try to humble me and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I remember other friend and girlfriend saying like, oh my God, we never used to really hang out like that. Like when you came into the friend group, we started talking more. We started hanging out more, this and that. And you know, for me, that should have also been a red flag. That is just like, so how are y'all a friend group? If y'all don't talk like that, y'all don't hang out like that, this and that, how are y'all really a friend group? But one thing I will say I take pride in and I pride myself in is being someone who brings people together. I do. And I know that. I know that about me. I'm very much like, oh, we should have this. We should go here. We should do this. We should do this. To spend time together. Like, especially with female friendships. And I, I find it funny. Like, I don't feel that way about romantic relationships. But I do feel like in friendships, I think quality of time is important. And that could be like, you know, hanging out together or just like talking for a little bit or whatever. Like, I, I think it's important. That's how you bond with your friends. Because you don't have to like give your friend gifts. You don't have to... <laughs> right, you uh, you know, some people are more touchy-feely than others. I'm not really a touchy-feely person, but, you know, you don't really physical touch your friends <laughs> or, you know, give your friend gifts. So it would more so be like, 
in friendships, the love languages would be like quality time and, you know, words of affirmation. You affirm your friends. You don't try to put them down. You, you know, you affirm them. And uh, what's the other love language? Acts of service. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's the type of person I am. I will say I'm someone who brings people together. And the proof is in the pudding because, you know, even though I'm no longer friends with those women, but I would bet, I'm not going to bet that much money, child. I don't, I don't, I don't gamble, (laughs) but I would bet like at most a (laughs) hundred dollars that with me not being a part of that friend group. And I mean, honestly, I don't even know if they're friends anymore. I, child, that's their business. But let's say they are still friends. I guarantee you. Their dynamic is not the same as it was when I was a part of the friend group. That it would be like they said before I joined the friend group, right? They don't they don't see each other that much. They don't talk that much. It's, they see each other birthdays and holidays, right? But child, honestly, in this economy, you need to stay home. <laughs> you need you do need to stay home. <laughs> in this economy, stay home and save your coins and pay your bills. But you know, this was just a vague story time. It wasn't like juicy. It wasn't too much tea. You know, I didn't really want to focus on spilling the tea because it's not important. It's not important. The importance is growth, lessons, and how situations, you know, help us evolve and become the people that we're meant to be. Because, you know, even though, like, for the longest I would beat myself up about, up about this situation and, like, I should have never been in that situation. I should have never been friends with these people. Why did I do that to myself? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, maybe it was supposed to happen. Maybe it was supposed to happen. Because I can t- absolutely say the people in my life now, the friends that I do have now, I appreciate, like, ten times more because I've had... You know, no shade, just facts. Because I've had crappy friends in the past. Right? You appreciate... What is it? You appreciate... This is me being fake deep. You appreciate the sunshine after the rain. If there was no rain, you would not appreciate... Um the sunshine that much. You know, you would appreciate it. You'd be like, oh, it's beautiful out. But you appreciate it more... After, you know, you've experienced, like, the storms and the rain and whatever. Child, especially in New York. you, you Y'all remember a few... When was it? Like, last month or October when every Saturday it was raining? Every Saturday there was a rainstorm? You know, Saturday is the outside day. You know, you work Monday through Friday. Saturday is when you go out. Sunday is for, like, relaxing, you know, going to church, cleaning up, preparing for the week. But Saturday is your outside day. Child, every Saturday it was raining at one point. So now, when it's a Saturday and the weather is nice and you can go outside without, you know, having to carry your umbrella, having to, like, wear your raincoat, whatever, you appreciate that more because you experienced all those Saturdays where it was raining and you were just at home. I mean, a Saturday at home is not bad. Whatever. You know, this is me getting off topic, but yeah. I say this to say these lessons were for me to 
to be who I am now, I will say, you know, with the help of my therapist, um, man, I, I, like, I've been in therapy now, literally January 1st, 2024 will make it three years since I've been in therapy. My therapist says it, you know, cause she knows me, <laughs> she knows me well at this point. Um, and you know, I know myself very well. I can say I am a totally different person. The first day I started therapy and now like a totally different person. And like I did the work, I did the work. Like I was just like, you know, I'm tired of going through the same old mess all the time and dealing with the same nonsense. Like I have to make a change here. And that like forced me to do the work, to really work on myself. And to set the standard of what, what, uh, that's why I can get to a point now where I'm like, okay, what is a non-negotiable for you? What is a non-negotiable for me? Is this a whatever thing or is this something that's like a no-no for me? Because before I used to be very much like a people pleaser. I used to be very much a people pleaser, um, wanting to focus more on pleasing others than how someone else is how someone is treating me and yeah yeah k is a different k because i did the work because i was in therapy and you know i didn't just go to therapy like oh i want to sit and vent about the same thing over and over again i went to therapy like very much like i want to change this and honestly i can say i've always been that person when i go through a crappy situation i do not want to go through that again and if I do go through it again, the way I beat myself up, I'm like, you stupid. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but we thank God for growth and learning to love ourselves and give ourselves grace. Because, yeah, I really used to, like, be very, very hard on myself. But, yeah, I'm at a point now where I'm really proud of the person I've become. I'm proud of... I'm proud of Kay. You know, I'm proud of Kay. Like, even me, like, you know, like I said in the first episode, being, like, a procrastinator. Like, me, like, starting this podcast, being consistent with it, not giving up, you know, and actually seeing the growth. You know, I don't have, like, okay, a thousand listeners, but I've grown. I have grown since the first day. And I'm really proud of that. And I'm excited to see where Kay the Pod goes and grows in the future or how the pod grows in the future and yeah child that's my episode you know it wasn't it wasn't too messy I you know I could have if I really got into like the full full story child I would be here for like three hours we'll be here for three hours or there would be like three parts of this and I'm like eh, is it necessary does it matter no but the lessons that I've learned, how I've grown, that's what matters. Because that's what K the Pot is all about. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you were able to catch up, like, to follow along with what I was saying. Because, child, you know, I don't I don't really do, like, story times. Um, But, like, it took me, like, a minute to try to, to find a nickname for girlfriend. But, anywho... Thank you for listening. Bye.